Warning, the following episode contains adult language and screaming goats. Listener discretion is advised. The Pinball Network is online. Launching The Pinball Show. This week on the one and only Pinball Show, Dennis and I update you on some stern pinball production changes. The ultimate prank coming at an ultimate cost. We talk Jurassic Park 30th Anniversary Giver Edition, bootleg banners, what I like and what I don't about GTF Paywall Edition, spooky pinball production, updates, upcoming shows and conventions that we're attending, my love for the babies, a possible Austin Powers vault coming, and yep, the pinball market trends. Pinball is a game of skill. Any longer. For some, it's a passion and a lifestyle. It's time for the Pinball Show. I just gotta tell you. It's Pinball anyway. with personality. The bubble is bursting. The bubble is bursting. This is the Pinball Show, episode 136, and we're your hosts, Zach Minnie and Dennis Creasel. Yay. Is your... Bubble moist, Dennis. I'm as soft as this market. <laughs> Gooey. <laughs> what have you been up to? Uh, not a whole lot. You've been Getting, playing pinball? I uh, have played a little bit. Yeah, put Ooh. some time in on the old Deadpool and on the even older Godzilla. Even though Deadpool came out first, yeah. I owned it. You know, second. So mm-hmm. that's the order. Oh, yeah, that's, that's terrific. Just at home, I haven't gone out and played or anything. It's been hot. It's too hot to do anything else. You so. haven't walked to get more chicken nuggies. <laughs> No. Oh. No. You will never go back, will you? I, someone messaged me in the area and said their renovations are done now, Dennis. Okay. Yep. Maybe you'll take a bike. May, you know, I haven't even aired up the tires this year. Would you... Uh, so, we've got the son to college, Dennis, and I gotta say, we took him there uh, a week ago. Really tough. Mm-hmm. Tough to take uh, your oldest, your first born to college and knowing that you're dropping him off into this nasty old dorm room has a little bit of air cycling through it stuck with two other roommates it's just bad man community showers and shitters i felt so bad for my privileged son who once lived in this big large room and was catered to i felt i felt horrible but uh maybe i put some hair on his chest but he has to walk like 25 minutes to class every day in this heat uh, in the morning and the evening and stuff like that. I, Why so far? Is he is he off? He's not off campus. No, it's you just said it's, a large, can... it's a large it's a large wow campus. I, I lived there. off campus uh, as an undergrad, and it was uh, I mean they had a bus, but when if you missed the bus or the bus cycle was so slow, I could actually walk faster than the bus if you just missed it to mm-hmm. get to the. But it was a twenty five minute walk, and yeah, and he doesn't and have a car. Like, Freshmen aren't allowed to have their cars there. So he was uh, oh, like, for our, yeah, for us, we couldn't drive on campus. They, I mean, they closed the main, the main street was just, yeah, there's too yeah. much foot, too many foot, too many foot traffic people. Yeah. And then we don't know. He was like, mom, dad, is there any way that, uh, you could like Amazon my ass a bike or something? Cause this is pretty brutal. So do you, do you send him a bike? 
knowing that there's going to be no social interactions if you have a bike and you don't go motor, right? Like mm. it, you don't go motor on a bike. He'll really get made fun of. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if you can be made fun of or not, but it, it gets a little like sometimes there are rules where you can and can't have motorized bikes versus uh, traditional bikes. Yeah, I've seen Does people he, on the little he doesn't, If it's only a 20 some minute uh, walk, it it's not that wouldn't be very like that wouldn't be a very much biking. Like, yeah, I would like you wouldn't be. This is judgmental. You wouldn't be tired. He just turning a twenty minute turning a twenty earlier. minute walk into a bike ride would be. I think he wants the air. The air? Yeah, it, it, well, it's a little cooler than getting hit by that. Oh, sun. I thought you meant. I was confused. I'm thinking like bikes don't have AC. They're no. open air. I know. I know you and your bourgeois lifestyle don't right. really know what a bicycle is, but we've got um, a pope bubble around our bikes. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> He's probably just booking it back. So I don't, I wouldn't worry so much about the social side of things, but, but you know, what, I'm just waiting. When are you going to get the text? It got stolen. Yeah. I mean, make sure you get a lock for it. Is he going to, is it safety first? He's going to have his helmet. Or is he going to be like, no, I can't wear a helmet. It'll mess up my hair. And he hits that step. I wanted to be like an edgy dad, like a dick and just send him like the most gaudy, god awful bike. <laughs> <laughs> you need to there you, I, go, son. you don't need to get him a gaudy bike but the handle the handles should have streamers yes and a basket <laughs> and a little and and a little bell cha-ching, cha-ching. my type of uh humor honestly would be going all in on a joke even if it cost me a second mortgage so like sending mm. him the replica peewee herman big adventure bike <laughs> just seeing oh that he, would probably be seen as cool though yeah I've always wanted one, but sending that with a little line the, on the front and everything doesn't make it cool, Zach. I'm sorry. I mean, you drive the van. Come on, I do. See, I don't know. I've been sad. I've been we've been busy. You one less mouth to feed. Keep up. I got Tim helping me now, so he's driving across the country, just not really across the country, like to Nashville and stuff. But shipping out a lot of games, including Jurassic Park 30th anniversary, which we'll talk about. We will. Oh, but first, we're going to hear from the Bob. Is he going to talk about Jurassic Park? Maybe I'll send Dominic Craig Bobby that's disguised as a, as a, bike. As a huffy. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to the Pinball Show's Top Stories. I'm Craig Bobby. Ooh, look at him go! enough of that shit. Move over Godzilla as Stern doubles down on another pinball of the prehistoric kind with Jurassic Park to celebrate Jurassic Park's 30th anniversary with the re-release of the Jurassic Park LE with some new back glass, cabinet art, red powder coating, but more excitingly, also with new code. Hold on! Okay. Holy Spirit, activate! Oh no! Holy Spirit, activate! Holy Spirit, activate, 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 
All right, let's go. Some say it's a lazy cash grab, while others point out a logical and smart business move. But with demand for Jurassic Park still incredibly high, even after its original release back in 2019, why wouldn't Stern implement a re-release of 500 pieces of the LE, bringing it more in line to new LE release amounts? But unlike their competitors like Jersey Jack Pinball that have done similar re-releases with their Wizard of Oz or Lord of the Ring machines, Stern has gone one step further with this re-release of the Jurassic Park 30th anniversary by updating all Jurassic Park machines, regardless of trim, with new code as well. Say what? And this is where I think a lot of people are giving Stern a major pass. They didn't lock this code update behind a costly DLC or topper paywall, which they could have easily done. Instead, Stern released this new code to the thousands of existing Jurassic Park customers for all to enjoy at no extra cost. And what a code update it was. Code Update 1.1 contains numerous game enhancements including four new gameplay modes including Cooperative Mode where all four players can play together with shared scores and progress. Team Play 2 vs 2 Players 1 and 3 on the blue team and player 2 and 4 on the red team. Team Play 3 vs 1 and Team Play 2 vs 1, where player 1 and 2 on the blue team and player 3 on the red team. Now these are all shared progress modes, meaning progress is shared between players for specific game features, including all 14 modes of the game. They've also included a new feature called Nedry Save, where the Nedry insert lights the right out lane to save the ball when lit. There's also a Trifecta Award, which is an added new award that is scored when you collect the same dinosaur types, Dinosaur Bounty, Fossil, or the DNA Combo. And lastly, they've included some new speech callouts. Hey, how about 119 new recorded callouts that have been added to the game? Now, do I think Stern will do this with all their Spike 2 titles? No, however, I do think it becomes another business tool in Stern's massive game catalog that they can re-release, vault, or even refresh any of their popular titles to help drive sales and interest in those products and platforms, especially in titles that are still in production. Let's keep that Jurassic Park party rolling! And again, I love that Stern didn't simply do a lazy artwork change on the back glass and cabinet and a rebadging of Jurassic Park, but went the extra mile for their customers to give them code additions and insider connected achievement upgrades to one of their most popular titles at no additional charge. I call this the win-win strategy, and if I'm a Jurassic Park owner, and even an LE owner, I'm willing to overlook the production of 500 more LEs if Stern is giving me all of these amazing code updates as well. So very smart on Stern's part. And if I'm not a Jurassic Park customer, hmm, I'm starting to wonder why the heck not? And maybe this new code pulls in more pro and premium customers who simply want to get in on the new code action, not to mention get the rest of the community excited and hopeful about what's possible both with increased achievements for their online Insider Connected platform and their ability to continue to add new modes and code additions to any game in the Stern lineup at any time. One doesn't have to look very far down the line in the Stern lineup to see other code possibilities and upgrades. Think Godzilla? How about Stranger Things, The Mandalorian? Hey, why not Deadpool? The list simply goes 
on. So what else is cooking over in the pinball universe? Well, like I said last episode, it's been strangely quiet out there, particularly over in the Jersey Jack pinball corner of the pinball sandbox, like too quiet. Could it be that they are busy as bees building their next title, which would make it the first time in that company's history that they've been able to make more than one title in a single year? But what could it be? Of course, Harry Potter is hot on everyone's minds, courtesy of Joe Cam and Cow, or could that simply be a convenient distraction right now to take one's attention away from what's really going on over at Jersey Jack Pinball? Hold me closer, tiny dancer. Yes, the rumor mill is grinding away out there in anticipation that Jersey Jack will in fact release their next machine in late 2023 in the theme of Elton John. Ooh, so exciting as we see the triumphant return of Richie in his first non-stern game since Led Zeppelin, which received praise for its complex and tournament-friendly code, but received mixed reviews on what some call the lackluster playfield design, so I know that there are a ton of Steve Ritchie fans who are very anxious to see what his next design may hold over at his new home at Jersey Jack Pinball. Well, that's all I got this time, everyone. I know, it's over too soon. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And until next time, I'm Craig Bobby. Catch you on the flip side. Well, thank you, Craig, for that critical update. We now know everything we needed to know about dinosaurs. Yes, we did. A couple little one-liners in there. Nicely done, CB. Stern Pinball Production Updates. We've got some news here. Right after we got done recording last, two weeks ago, Stern decided to fill a little gap uh, in their production schedule and throw some Deadpool pros on the the factory line. So they bumped up from the October run. It's not the... My understanding is it's not the full run of Deadpool Pros. We're still going to see that extended uh, for Pro and Premium in October, but they did pull a portion of those and create those uh, early. So those were shipping a couple of weeks ago from the factory. I didn't even receive half of the allotment that I was expecting in October, so um, so just a, a smaller portion of that, but it was quite a surprise to many people. Also a surprise that we'll discuss further in detail later in the show was Jurassic Park 30th, the anniversary game, shipping last week. Announced that game, Dennis, and then next day, boom, into trucks and uh, going around the world. Almost like it was planned. (laughs) That's right. It was planned. It has teeth, I heard. And then we have uh, production schedule August. We've been waiting for the move. Essentially, the move is now completed. I think for the most part, they were moving everything last week. And believe it or not, this is why I love Stern Pinball. This is nuts to think that I I think that they were building games Friday in the old factory come today, Monday. If you guys are listening, the release of this episode come Monday, the production line is planned to be going and building the remainder of those Jurassic park 30th anniversary edition games. And then later on this week into next week, moving on to venom pro that's impressive. That's the efficiency of their overseer, Ray Tanzer, an efficiency you can also experience on his hit Gottlieb classic hoops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were so efficient, they hired half an artist. <laughs> I don't because get it. Because the art's really bad. Oh, oh, you meant on hoops. I thought, oh, I thought we were back on the move. Oh, no. Yeah, they, the, whoever they hired was just like, you're not paying me enough. I'm not going to tie these guys' shoes on this, right. on this art package. That's right. So that was pretty impressive to know that uh, they started a game at the old factory and they're continuing with the same game even uh, as they fire up this factory today. 
Speaking of Venom Pros, Dennis, people were asking, because I advertised that we have some first-run pros available. And they're like, well, wait a minute. I thought that when Stern Pinball uh, produces new games, the first run of pros only go to locations, arcades, etc. to get them out there. Then enthusiast home collectors, they get those during the second run of pros. Right? That's typical to what we've been doing and hearing from Stern for the last handful of releases. So if you're advertising, well, how's that? Does that mean that this title really is getting that low of sales that they have to just sell them to enthusiasts and everybody right now because nobody's ordering anything? Yeah, I mean, I, I would suspect it. Yeah, sure. I would, just, I would at least, I'd think it'd be a factor. I'd say if Venom sales are down compared to other releases, I would argue I don't think it's be, I don't think that's why we're able to sell to some customers on the first run because the numbers don't lie. I only report the facts here. And the numbers between the Venom release for operators for us and the release for the last two or three games almost identical, if not identical. What Stern Pinball is doing now, maybe not with every dealer. I don't know how it works, but we are receiving maybe it's because we ordered so many. I don't know, but we are receiving excess of uh, what we are receiving just for locations so that we can sell them to our enthusiasts in the first run. But it is not in lieu of or anything like that. It's, it's actually quite substantially larger. So what I think Stern Pinball is doing is, and probably smart, they're making larger runs initially of these things instead of, and I think that's because parts are in and everything. They don't have to jump back and forth between titles as much because that's that's got to be inefficient. Uh, at times. So I think they're just making larger runs now because they can. And then we're not going to maybe see a run of Venom Pro as quickly as we would if it was a fourth of a typical run or a, a half of a typical run, etc. So I think we're probably not going to see a Venom Pro run until 2024. Mm. Well, I guess we're getting close to that changeover. I was thinking that sounds like a ways off, but I, I mean, we're talking, we're about to enter the last quarter of the year here. Mm-hmm. Well, well, in in a month, so yeah, I don't know. It still seems a bit way a bit out to me, but but I mean, yeah, the theory sound. Yeah, they're doing a larger run uh, before switching to a different model. That that would account for a lot of the a lot of the behavior we're seeing. Yeah, because we're seeing them get rid of some titles. Uh, so yeah, I think it's just going to be bigger runs of of each before they move on. Mid September's Venom LE still, as well as late September the premiums that's still planned. And same thing with those two, because we still have open spots for the Venom premiums in late September for the first run. So I don't think we see I think they satiate a big old run. And uh again, like we talked about last episode, Dennis, the goal of the dealer is to have inventory. So I think that's going to satisfy inventory uh, throughout 2023. Probably it could be up to late Q1, if not into Q2 of 2024, even their newest title, because they're going to focus on the next product, next product, next product. That's why all of a sudden we've seen Jurassic Park pop up now, and nobody was expecting that, nor dealers. October, we're still going to see Deadpool Pro and premiums, as well as a small run of Foo Fighter Pro and premiums. November, December, okay, here's a little change. December, we thought we were going to see, remember Star Wars Mandalorian, it was bumped to 2024. Right, then we thought right. we were going to see Bond Pro and Premium, a small run in December. Kind of a hole in December and November there. They said, eh, you'll get that Godzilla Premium run either November or December. Uh, December, you get the James Bond. Well, they have officially moved 
the James Bond Premium and Pro runs from December 2023 all the way to Q3 or Q4 of 2024. An entire year. So that's year. a game that's not selling well if that's what they've done. I would think so. Either that or they just made a ton of them and everybody's sitting on them until the code develops. And Who knows? Maybe they could. One could argue that maybe it was a mid type of seller, but to make it jump up into that next threshold, they're going to make it a little bit more scarce. They're going to dry up that inventory a little bit more uh, as they have time for code to develop. Maybe there's some strategic planning there. Or maybe they're just like, yeah, it's not selling, so we're bumping it. I don't know. But that does leave us a hole in December now, damn it, uh, or November, depending on when they're doing this Godzilla premium. So in two full months, November and December of 2023, right now the only thing that's scheduled is Godzilla premium. And for the most part, that's pretty much caught up with all these dealers. Myself, we're pretty much caught up on mm. our Godzilla yeah, I've been, premium. I've been hearing that. Yeah, I've been hearing that. This is really not a game that, is all that difficult to get at this point. We might learn about that game in Pinball Market Trends this week. Mm. So yeah, we got big holes again. So that goes back to what you and I have been saying for months now. I think something's coming in November, December, and I don't think it's a cornerstone. You've been you've been more saying it than me, to be fair. Well, you said it was going to be a Godzilla premium, so they get caught up, and that was correct. Well, yes, but I don't know if they need both months, though, so... I, they certainly don't. Godzilla Premium, they can run a slew of those things in two weeks and and probably be fulfilled for Godzilla Premium. If they ran Godzilla Premium, listener, for two full weeks, we wouldn't need, this industry wouldn't need a Godzilla Premium until next summer. Likely. I don't know. It's really popular. Mm, maybe. I don't know. There's so much time in November and December. Maybe they mm-hmm. throw some more in there. I don't, I don't know. 2024 then is Star Wars and Mandalorian at some point. Q2 of 2024 is going to be Foo Fighters Pro. I can only assume premium is going to be right around there. Q3 of 2024 is Godzilla Pro. I can only assume it's going to be a premium as well right around there. And then Q3 or 4 is going to be James Bonds again. And Q4, they said Jurassic Park Pro, so I would assume a premium around then as well. Remember, they did do Last Call for Iron Maiden and Avengers Infinity Quest, so those are now no longer going to be made again. So if you want them, dealers have them, buy them there. Accessories update. They were supposed to make some Avengers Infinity Quest toppers. Remember a symbol? Avengers yes, symbol yes, is in yes. October. They, were, they felt they were very clever with that. Yeah, they did. And uh, they cleverly surprised us with some. I found some of the dog. Oh, well, crap. Here we go. Here's some, here's some Avengers toppers. So we got some last week. Some of them. Not my full order, but some of them. So I, I don't know. If, is that the run we're going to get in October? It's just bumped up. Is that all I'm getting? Or are they just going to do more in October? I should know, but I don't. Not that I'm salty about it. Mm. Elvira Topper should be up next, though, people. Unless they bump that. Who knows? November. I don't know. Rush Topper's expression lighting. It's getting hard to pinpoint these accessories. A lot of people ask about the expression lighting. Yeah, I only get to answer five emails a day. Mm. None for me, though. Second run of Godzilla Toppers, Q1 2024. Oh, so Jurassic Park 30th. Anniversary edition pinball machine. Let's talk about that. Yay. I didn't see this thing coming. They didn't let us know it's coming. It was the whole ding, 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 ding thing on my phone. Hey, hey, what's, what's this? How much is it going to be? What is it? And I'm like, what? I found out on YouTube. Mm, and then. Where we go for all our news. And, and then Stern let dealers know, hey, uh, we're going to be doing an anniversary edition of the game. Uh, more details once it launches. 
I think that was like uh, tomorrow morning or whenever it was. I think it was a day later or something. Units is going to have 500 units and priced as a regular Stern Ellie at this point. So we knew that. We didn't know what was different about it, if anything at all. And then, right before the announcement happened, then they let dealers know, here's all the assets you can market, blah, blah, blah. Here's your allotment. Let us know how many you want, etc. But prior to that, the damn thing leaked again. <laughs> it leaked. Are these leaks... I, you know, I don't normally fall in the camp of the, oh yeah, the leaks are deliberate. I usually just assume some sort of base level of uh, lackadaisical approach to security. But what do you think at this point? Because it's happened a lot. It's hard not to think it, you know, maybe not a full-blown leak, but maybe like a, a squeaker is what I call this one. Like, a squeaker. A squeaker. Yeah. Okay. Like, a little, like, like a little oopsie, but we're not mm. that concerned regardless. Maybe, maybe the oopsie helps. You know, uh, well, I mean, see. I wouldn't be, it's, it's a limited run of an already proven game. I wouldn't be overly concerned either. It's mm-hmm. just like, I don't think heads would need to roll. Uh, this probably wouldn't even be called into the boss's office sort of scenario. But well, that being said, it's like the same mistake they did the last time too. Yeah. The reason that I don't think it's, is a lot of people would argue, no, this is controlled. This is to gauge, you know, interest. Well, I disagree there because the timeline here again numbers don't lie they had already at this point told dealers what the price was going to be and how many units so if they were trying to gauge like ooh, let's see how interested the public is and within 24 hours we can skew that price so i could see that if they had not already established the price with dealers so that doesn't make much sense to me i think no honestly it it's sense. just fuck up again yeah no yeah yep yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a good point. There's nothing, there's no advantage to them doing what, there's no advantage to the leak. It doesn't serve them in any mean. I think some people maybe just sort of chalk it up to this weird, like modern 21st century Instagram style guerrilla marketing. That's not really guerrilla. I, I don't know. It's just, I think people just are reaching for some pansy. They want everyone to be playing 4D chess when no one even is any good at 2D chess. I check ourselves out. So they're like, this is fine. I mean, it's fine. Yeah, this is fine. So 500 units, 12,999 MSRP, just like every other uh, Stern L. Yeah, yeah. But I, I will I will quote the famed Bruce Nightingale's uh, latest Slam Tilt podcast point of cash grab. <laughs> I think I said it just like he did, uh, which is exactly what it is. But continue. Was it a cash grab? Uh, obviously well, let's do some more what le's what, what else is the pur- there's only one purpose to it is to make money it's you cash know what grab. i'd like to think cash grab. dennis that stern pinball they're givers and uh <laughs> you know they they I love it I love. Oh. and they they they're an equal opportunity they want everybody to Gosh. be able to get their hands on the greatest and you spin so well can i use you and replace you know, my washing machine for what, the spin cycle <laughs> I just, uh, you know just what? don't get unbalanced. I'm the new model that's agitator-free, my friend. Agitator-free. I'd like to think what they're trying to do. That, you know, When they came out with Jurassic Park LE, they came out with 500 units, all right? So not everybody can love that like they can the newer releases with 1,000 units. So they were like, you know what? Instead of hosing these people and making them pay $18,000 for a used LE that isn't as sexy as the one we're about to drop, Instead of doing that, 
They could have. They could have just been like, here's 500 more. Let's balance out the market. Let's really cash grab. No, you know, they said, let's celebrate, Dennis. Let's celebrate the 30th anniversary of one of the greatest films of all time and arguably our generations, I'm speaking for myself, our generation Star Wars. Let's do, let's celebrate. And let's also <laughs> part us when the Raptors have lightsabers. Yeah, let, <laughs> let's pay an artist. We're givers at Stern. That's what Seth Davis said. I'd like to call that Jeremy crap and give him more money. Let's let's pay him to make some more some more artwork. Let's get some more trim going, some bread trim, some coppery red trim going. Some mirrored back glass action. Let's throw Insider Connected Kit on there. Let's make another 500 so that we can have a 1,000 Jurassic Parks and everybody get... Who is angry? Who's going to be angry at this move? So I think they were just givers. That's my argument. Mm. Okay. (laughs) And okay, they're selling. It's fine. I guess we'll take the money. Mm. It's a hard life. Is that not what they were talking about the board meeting there? Yeah, it probably went exactly as you You're right. I'm sure Craig Bobby will confirm your version of the events. He was the mahogany table at the time. You quoted Bruce Nightingale. I'll quote Craig Bobby. Say what? (laughs) (laughs) So, no, yeah, uh, it was a way to come out with a better art package and better LE version of Jurassic Park. That's I'll find middle ground. That's what I think it was. I mean, they knew they it would make they money. Need and they knew to come they out with a better. It. I mean, it wasn't like the old LEs were bad. I mean, no. they sold out. They found a window of why they could sell a $13,000 product and why it would sell quickly. They know how to make it. It is efficient and it is celebrating a brand that they probably still have a really good relationship, which you want to have a good relationship with uh with Amblin or what was it Amblin or is it Universal? I guess it's just plain Universal. Is it friggin' Steven Spielberg? So yeah, Steven probably was like, "Yes, give me new art." Well, he's just like, "Give me more money." This is a no-brainer for Stern Pinball. They're already paying for the license of Jurassic Park. They probably I don't. Do you have to pay more if you already have a? An ongoing license to uh, I have no to celebrate idea. the anniversary no of said IP. I don't know how that works. I I ask Roger Sharp, but you already made him mad when you were all like, "Go ahead and spend ten million dollars on a license." So. Me and Roger are tight. We're competition series brothers. We get it. And pioneers and pinballs, what they call us. You know, the only difference is he's older than I am. Both good looking. And he has a movie about him. Yeah. And you don't have a movie about you. It just Pioneers don't get movies until they're, you know, later they on. Celebrate, they celebrate they celebrate like National Pinball Day on his birthday. Give me time. I will I'll have a movie. Not about me. <laughs> <laughs> I just want a porn about me. How about that? That's what we need to we need to produce. A yeah. porn version well, of the pinball well, industry. Well, with the last name Mini, we can, oh, we can, work, hey. we can work with it. We hey. can work with it. The size of the boat, motions and motions. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, when this first came out, I thought that was like two weeks ago. And two weeks ago, I was like doom and gloom. I was like, wow, the, the market's kind of down. I don't know if people will buy this thing. The shirts will sell. Oh, them. you didn't honestly second guess an LE release at 500 units people, from Stern, of the, one were, of the greatest titles they've ever released. Did you? Ultimately, I thought I will have no problem selling these long term. 
People are always going to want the nicest version of a Jurassic Park. It's a classic already. Yes, my thought as a dealer was load me up with as many as you're willing to allot me and I will sell every one of them. It may take half a year, a year, but that is a good risk to take in my line of business. No questions asked. That was my thought. But I didn't know how quickly, how well they would sell because of the current market two weeks ago. I, I'm shitting you not, Dennis and listener. The market two weeks ago is drastically different than it is sitting here today. That's a fact. Why it's like that, I don't know. But it is. So, yeah, two weeks ago, I was I didn't know. And the, fir- the first half of sales day, it, it was okay. It was like, you know, run-of-the-mill, Venom L.E., release it was you know it was selling good but it wasn't i didn't blow through my allotment and then i don't know what happened but then within 24 hours after midday so you know a day and a half after everybody the the tide turned i don't know if it took that long to get out to the general public uh outside of pinball or if pinball people uh collectively enthusiasts and collectors said you know what yeah there's only 500 yeah i I do want the le version i'm gonna take a swing at this and then then they were gone gone now luckily because i'm good at what i do i had begged stern hey you know if exports cancel or you know if there's any more lying around help a guy out and i was able to secure some more uh so yeah and those yeah i think i'm down to one now but they, they went fast and I think it's going to be one that holds its value very well because they they have went quick and they've been a great, great seller. Okay. Now, having said that, I was still trying to contemplate whether or not I open one for myself. Greg Greg from Straight Down the Middle, he's a huge Jurassic Park fan, as, as some may know. And he was in the same boat. Like we both have premiums. We love our premiums because we've customized them in ways that make them more rare than an LE. Uh, but... It's just tough. Do you upgrade? If you already have the game, do you upgrade? Uh, your answer is definitely not. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know my answer. But we did have, uh, let's see, percentage-wise, eh, probably 10% of buyers of the Jurassic Park 30th had already owned the Jurassic, uh, Jurassic Park. Uh, 10% of our buyers, at least, had already owned it. They were just selling it so that they could upgrade to this perceived upgrade uh, trim level. So... Some of them had premium. Some of them did have an LE. I had a guy that chain, traded in his LE to us and upgraded to the 30th anniversary. So people love well, the I mean, JP. It, it makes more sense for Greg than for you, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Greg has a much smaller collection. He's a much bigger fan of the franchise itself. Sure. And so I could see that kind of be a logic for him because if there's anyone who's probably a bolted, it's him. Whereas Absolutely. with you, eh, it's... Oh, even this one, I even with say, the games you put a ton of effort into, you you don't really have a big problem letting games go if, when sure. the time is right. So in that regard, I'm not quite sure that you're you're committed enough to to warrant losing a sale and opening one up yourself. So that's why I would. I but would. I'm more willing to spend money than he is. Sure, but believe sure, it or not, I, I, with, I don't know if you'd find this hard to believe or not, Dennis. I value the game uh, Jurassic Park by Stern. I like it more than he does as a game in itself. Like, No, that doesn't shock me. I have uh, bolted I, this. This would right. be one of the last ones to leave my really? collection. Because yes. you normally hate all Keith Elwin games. No, this, this and Godzilla would be probably, they would be one of the last to go. What would be the last to go, though? <sighs> Damn. 
Everybody I'm, that I'm, comes I'm to sidetracked. Me, uh, I've sidetracked you now. Let's do it. Everybody that comes to my game room always asks me, what's your favorite game? No, I don't I'm not, I don't care what your favorite it's is. It's in a sense it's the same question. Is it? <sighs> because the answer might might have more to do with strategery than uh with actual preference. I don't know. It depends on the day. Well, that was a fun discussion. Yeah, so let's I, get back to Jurassic Park 30th well, since you couldn't even answer the 30 question. 30 seconds on this. Is it 30 seconds? Is it the last to go because it's the one that I really would want to play the most, or is it the last to go because it's the hardest to retain in the future? Like that would be up to you that I didn't provide. You want more parameters. Let me, all right, let me give you a bunch of parameters, Zach. Okay. So now, and this one's going to skew it in a way that wasn't true for either of those scenarios. Unfortunately, uh, your eldest at college is losing bicycles week after week, and you are liquidating your collection for financial reasons. Oh, God. So what's the last one you get rid of? Is it the one that's worth the least? Is it the one that's worth the most? Is mm. it the one you up to you? You tell me. You're liquidating for financial reasons. So so initially you're thinking about and you need to raise large sums of money every day he needs a new bicycle and you I would do what I would do if you were asking me gun to the head today I'd I mean, say, I'm not putting a gun to the I head I'm say, merely, merely a financial knife to the throat why would you <laughs> let's let's put our arms away I, I would it's like you've got 30 percent interest rates on credit cards <laughs> and you owe fifty thousand oh, dollars on them and you've already liquidated all They're the coming other they are for coming. the for the for the bicycle thing i mean bikes are i mean he didn't want no silly little like fisher price bike he's asking for like carbon fiber titanium you know what's crazy? bikes I, I i would take into account to uh, the hard to get and what i play believe it or not right now if you held a knife to my throat look I'd probably say Stranger Things LE. Okay. Probably. Yeah. That's, be- that's a that's actually a good one to save for as your final your final bailout because you could uh you could probably part that thing out and make even more money because of the projector. Yeah, because yeah, I was like, you know what? That thing is probably gonna be the hardest to get. And it is a theme that I just love. And I love playing it. So it'd probably be that one. Not that that one's my favorite game, but it, it'd probably be that one. What about you? Oh, I don't make financially irresponsible decisions like that, so that would Everything not be a problem for me. I on, I'm a I'm a so all or nothing guy. So if that situation came, I, I would just I would sell them all so fast and and willy nilly because I'm I'd be so depressed that I, I wouldn't even care. Mm. I, I can't yeah. just have one. No, right. no uh, things. Well, in my in my instance, yeah, I I'd probably be inclined to keep hoops even though it's not my favorite game, because it would be the one that would be the hardest to replace. Everything else mm-hmm. I have is pretty replaceable. But if, it were, if I was picking for fun, then Godzilla would be the one I would keep. Hmm. That's interesting. Now, if Stranger Things was remade, then it wouldn't be Stranger Things. Just yeah, like this we'll, Jurassic Park situation, you see? They got those things shipping out really fast. That was the surprising part to me, though I shouldn't be surprised. Stern is a professional organization. Holy, yeah. Speaking of Stranger Things shipping the next day, same thing with Jurassic Park 30th. When they announced it to us dealers, they said, hey, there's going to be 500 units, 12999 Here's your allotment. Uh, let us know what you want. You have a week or so to let us know what you want. But keep in mind, we're ready to ship them tomorrow if if you find out you see the product and you want to take your whole allotment or whatever, we're, we're going to ship them as soon as we can. I knew because I know things. Uh, I knew that I wanted my full allotment and more. So I said, bring them. 
and uh, mine shipped out the very next day, and I received them the day after. So within the wow. week, our customers had their games at Flipping Out Pinball. Within the week of release of announcement, that's freaking madness. The big question everybody wants to know is, was the Reddit dude onto something after all? <laughs> Oh, what? what? Remember oh. the Reddit dude said oh. the next game is not Venom. Oh. It's got teeth and yeah. uh, it's a remake of sorts kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, no, because he was wrong. He was wrong. He Sorry, said Reddit that the next dude. game wasn't Venom. He was wrong. End of story. Reddit mm-hmm. dude is wrong. Reddit dude is wrong. Didn't he delete his account because he was so wrong? He was so shamed that he deleted his account. Yep. Mm. Uh, that doesn't sound like the, the actions of a winner. That's a Reddit side. If you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> We're referencing the Pinball Party podcast uh, where they they uncovered this Reddit dude. And apparently after listening to the last episode of Pinball Party, that person was like within the industry and a good, you know, he was new as stuff. So he was bailing probably because he's like, I've been caught. Uh, so, <laughs> Well, the Reddit giveth and the Reddit taketh. Well, it did. So yeah, he was wrong. And then I saw Nap was like, is he going to go two for two with this whole studio th- release in November, December? I'm like, what? Number one, he, d- he can't go two for two because he's 0 for one. He was close. We'll give him like a half a point. That, that he named that there was going to be an anniversary. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I, I guess thing. I could kind of see point. the perspective, but the fact was the the claim was very much that it was coming out before Venom, and yes. that was very not right. That was a so, bold claim. You all don't know what this you're is, talking about. See, this is the problem. with This is why I've had to, on, on Eclectic Gamers Podcast, I've had to pull back some on Rumor Corner, because mm-hmm. this is what's happening is people will will mince it all the way down so much that you'll find the little sliver and say, see, I was right because I said it, there would be a pinball machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, well, yes, but you were wrong about the order. You were wrong about the art. You were wrong about the game. Maybe, you know, it just depends on what, which yeah, iteration it, of the, I mean, rumor corner has a 100% success rate. So and what because that's how do? we yes. think about it. We think about it down to the, uh, the nuances of where truth and lie blend. <laughs> Did somebody say tri blend? I think they just did. Like with the new Eclectic Gamers podcast in honor of episode 200 uh, for Sona t-shirts only available in Tribeland. Oh, bye, bye, bye. You, you've come to the dark side or the soft side, I should say. The, the pilling side, because after four times through the dryer, <laughs> enjoy the scratchy. <laughs> no, it's time to just. So the Reddit guy, we've been saying November, December, there's something. Co- yeah, you've brought this up for a number of episodes now too. So, yeah. are you just upset that you didn't get the you didn't get the credit? Maybe I'm the Reddit guy. Is what I'm saying, Dennis. You know what? You know, I uh, I'm not sure you know how to use Reddit. Believe so. it or not, there's probably a handful of dealers out there messaging Stern, trying to convince them that I am the Reddit guy. I can almost guarantee you. I I doubt it. I think they're probably way too there. busy saying you're opening God. all your games. For the dealers that listen, thank you. And for those of you who then try to get me caught up on things, that's complete bullshit. Keep trying. What is the most efficient way to open a new inbox game and pretend it's used? (laughs) Asking for a friend. (laughs) I'm asking for a friend. Do you just use a knife and slice the box off in in like four fluid strokes? Man, I wish I had the time to waste to do such. How does it work? And if I'm doing so, I'm not going to take all the foam off and then use like, uh, and then use like a glad cling wrap around it to make it look extra used. No joke. Do you take a pocket knife and just lift up one little corner of one decal? 
You know what though, Dennis? I got a fancy, uh, fancy schmancy bander now. Same one that Stern uses. Like you know, what I'm talking about like the strapper thing that you strap the games, strap the head down, oh, and then like you strap the, them like to the, the thing pallet. We saw in James Bond: View to a Kill when the guy falls in the box and then gets strapped to it. I'm sorry, I don't know that reference. Well, that's because but you don't like James Bond very much, which would, would explain one. why the game yeah. isn't selling well because you're not really pushing it properly. Bow, 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 bow. But I got a bander, so cool. Look at Bander. Why? Why did you bother to get a Bander? Because we are. Don't you have a, a father to do that for you now? <laughs> he weaves. He weaves the polyester himself. <laughs> <laughs> the poly banding. Uh, now, yeah, we we're shipping games, man. We're shipping used games out now. We're we're mm. everywhere. Air quotes. That's right. That's <laughs> 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 so crazy. It's always the hot popular title. Like if I if I was gonna lie about one it would be like no offense but it'd be led zeppelin pros shit i just got a slew of those at no <laughs> it wouldn't be jurassic park premiums like no those are fine staying in the box and selling full price because i think people just heard our last episode about make me an offer on jjp games and they just you know how's that going for you <laughs> <laughs> oh too soon correct <laughs> This is, I'm, I'm imagining the little dog drinking coffee in the kitchen table with the fire around him and the, this is fine. Uh, I, you know, I think JJP heard the episode. Uh, really? I, I think maybe they're, they're fans of what we're doing over here in general. Uh, <laughs> not sure they were crazy about that discussion piece, mm. but, uh, yeah, love JJP, love what they're doing. Um, and still trying to sell some games. So there we, there we go. And believe it or not, I have sold some Godfathers <laughs> last week. Wow. Ama- ama- what amazing skill. But I've also well, you know, taken in two Toy Story CEs. So you guys are going to see those listed. And for all those dealers trying to report me for bullshit, I'll give you the names of the people that traded them in. Like they're, they traded them in towards Jurassic Park 30th and other stuff. So yeah. Well, it's all, it's all very simple, Zach. It's a... I, I, that mantra that people get their hackles up about is the rules for thee, but not for me. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's JJP just, can solve, can solve all their issues. People be honest, just be honest with yourself. And that's, that's all you got to do. You'll do good things in life. If you're just honest, you can treat people fairly. It's easy to do Jurassic park. Also with this, Oh man, we really got off there with the release of Jurassic park 30th anniversary. Also cometh new code updates, not just any code updates, a co-op mode, Dennis. Team play modes. Mm. A Nedry save feature. The uh-uh, saved your ball. No, I don't think he says that. Yeah, and I, but I do think he'd say, see, nobody cares about a save mode. <laughs> no, we, Trifecta award. I just have that noted without the specifics, so don't ask me what that means. Uh, it's something about DNAs and Mr. DNA. Control room mode adjustments and balancing, which... I heard competitive people say, you know, get their pants tight on. They said it's more, there's more reason to do that now to go into the control room for a couple of those modes. Additional sound effects, a hundred plus new speech call outs, co-op mode, Dennis. Yeah. Usually we associate that with Dwight games. Mm -hmm. Venom gameplay features video. Speaking of Dwight, did you see that? Him and Brian Eddy, they did a video where they give you a quick rundown of the Venom game features and rules. Actually, no, I've not watched the feature I'm going to bring it up because it was a four-minute, very informative. It reminded me of the Ray Day's baby's first tutorial that he was trying to poke fun at general public about, but turned out to be very successful. 
Mm-hmm. That's what it reminded me of. Uh, it was like, oh, this is exactly what I need. This is perfect. I love this. It tells me exactly what I need to know about features of this game and features of the code without giving away anything or getting so deep that you've bored me. Nicely done, Brian Eddy and Dwight Sullivan. Yeah, babies firsts are good. And he, People love babies firsts. He did find the, uh, the cookie giver, too, I believe. I believe Dwight found cookie giver. Oh, yes. I think I saw that on uh, one of the social medias. Yeah, still don't know yeah. what type of cookie don't, it was. but You know, I maybe we need to let that go. Uh, speaking of letting something go, Jersey Jack Pinball in the news this week, they released and they let go some new banners but for Godfather. Now, to me, this is noteworthy, Dennis, because they lumped in an accessory such as this, a, a, a game room decor, if you will, the banners. Remember Stern would do promotional banners. They wouldn't sell them, but people would end up getting them and such. Uh, well, JJP went all in, and they, I guess when they were negotiating the license for The Godfather, they said, hey, we want to make some banners as well to resell. Uh, let's include that in the agreement. So they're having officially licensed uh, decorative game room banners for godfather uh, and they did it for guns and roses too but uh, i thought it was really cool for godfather they have two options you can go with the don which features Marlon vito Brandon's, corleone you know, if vito, you want his first name or don yeah, corleone uh, as well as another banner called the family la familia uh, which has the whole crew in there and they also did a reissue of the guns and roses the two options there were skeletons banner and the monsters banner what makes these different than the ones the banners that uh, jjp's done in the past is that they're higher quality so premium material you get to corner grommets double stitched hemming on the sides now i think stern was doing that too they're they're large 72 inches tall 30 inches wide uh pretty cool stuff so 149.99 plus shipping they are out now. And then those reissues of GNR are also this new premium material and such. Collect them all. And then everybody asking about Toy Story 4. Topper accessory, interior art blades, promotional translate. Those should be shipping very soon. That's a lot of production stuff. Ooh, American Pinball in the news. Let's just keep going wow. through the manufacturers. Wait a minute. They, we haven't heard from them in a, in, in a while here. Mm. So the Slam Tilt podcast, we've talked about them already. They had on for their special interview episode uh, for, for American Pinball. They had on the creators of GTF, Paul Reno, Dennis Norman, Christopher Frangie, Steve Bowden, and Jack Hager. They were all interviewed on that show. Did you listen to that? I did. Very enjoyable to hear the whole gang there. I think one of them bailed out midway or something. I forgot who it was. But a lot of interesting info about the creation and and just generally why a Galactic Tank Force is made. Uh, including Dennis Nordman believing that in general pinball cabinets are ugly and him wanting to do something different with GTF. A lot of his inspiration on that game came from wanting to switch it up and make <laughs> truly making it look like a tank, <laughs> like a novelty. I think when he was first getting into the industry, it was on maybe not entirely the back of, but if I recall correctly, it was about doing cabinet redesign. So I think he's had thoughts about that for a while. Mm. And I personally would say, I actually don't think he's wrong. I don't know if I'd go so far as to say they're ugly, but I do think that they could great be greatly approve, improved at the stage for efficiency purposes of nothing else. Mm. But you run a lot of risks with that because as we've seen time and time again, and you are perhaps a good case in point with your weird rules about lineup and balance and mm-hmm. OCD and all of that, that people are not very receptive to dramatically different changes to the cabinet. Remember, that was one of the major things that there was a lot of criticism about Deep Root on was 
just how weird it looked compared to everything else that would be in someone's lineup. But some of those changes in, on, in concept may have made a lot of sense for how modern pinball is. I mean, case in point, there's really no reason for the back box to be the size that it is. We anymore. don't need a back box. No, we, we I mean, I mean. Uh, yeah, yeah. There you do run into a, I, I will say, yeah, need true. No, you don't. But for example, Atari with their generation one did experiment with the idea of getting rid of the, they still had a back box, but they didn't put the scores back there. They mm-hmm. put them on the apron area and it didn't go well because the other people playing can't see what's going on. They can't see the score. Sure. So at this point, you know, it'd be like, well, you probably still want to screen in that general. So I would say you'd, you'd still want to keep a back box, but it could be very much more around just the size of what the screen is and not all this additional, frankly, wasted space. Mm. There's just something nostalgic about sure. the form That's part of, the of push. a pinball machine, though. That's part of the reason why people are so resistant to it. But and it's not new. I mean, there are plenty of people back in the day that saw like the early system three. Like if you look at it like hoops, like we talked about earlier and the speakers being above the back glass, not below the back glass. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people hated that. It's like, why does that have to be different than what Williams did? That's like elements. <laughs> Pinball adventures. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why you got me laughing. They got the the elements always reminded me of that. Like lights, camera action. <laughs> we'll take something that nobody wanted and do it again. Oh, oh I can't wait so, for elements. So I know where Dennis was coming from on it, or I think I know. I'm going to buy an elements. Yeah, I, I did have an interesting comment from a non-pinball person like a muggle mm. uh, that came over to uh, it was like a kid's get together or something. One of the adults said, why do all pinball machines, they said in like a negative way, why do all pinball machines, like the old ones, even like, I guess the new ones here, they all look the same. And I uh, asked them further, like to elaborate, like, what are you talking about here? Like colors, artwork, uh, uh, is it because I have them all lined up to go with their family? Like what is them? And they said, no, like they're all, all the heads are the same. They all have four legs. Like it just, they all look the same. Even the old ones. That's why they, they were surprised that they're still making them because they just figured all of them are old because they all look the same. Cause they look, cause they, yeah, I get it. They'll stand the it. same, I guess. Right. Right. It's from a, from a profile shot. You're like, can you tell a new one from an old one? And people who are in the hobby could, but uh, the point's not lost on me. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, aren't all trucks the same? <sighs> Get out of my game room, Fred. Another thing is do the the pins don't really need to be as deep as they are. I mean, even with all the stuff hanging down on the play fields nowadays, they don't need to. I mean, think about all that open cabinet space that's just so sitting true. there. I've been one. I'm like a John Papaduke, man. Like, we are not utilizing. I don't want to give too much away, but we are not utilizing cabinet space enough Um because of what we're putting the play field pretty high up in that cabinet. There's so much unutilized space within the confines of both back box and, ca- and cabinet. And don't get me started on the empty space under a pinball machine. What, what is that for? What are we doing there? Do you think pinball machines will ever be set up where like my desk is like a standing desk? I can just push a button and it goes, and goes up and down. So it can accommodate the size of the person um that'd be pretty cool i think it'd be a mod i don't think pinball company i don't think there's enough demand for it for pinball companies to want to 
put that into the bill of materials. I, I seem to think I was putting one of the pinball machines last week as we we're uh, strapping it up and stuff. I, I jacked up my Escalera tilt and truck table all the way up. And I was like, you know what? Lyman, when he played, he'd get right down at this level of, of, of the glass and that would hurt my back. But when I had it elevated so high up, like it would look weird because it would look like an AI rendition of a pinball machine, with like really long six foot legs. But I'm like, I wonder if just me standing here so close to the glass, have you ever done that? You're like, yeah, I've done. I, wonder, I And actually I, I what it seems, it seems, I feel like I can line up my shots better down there, but I don't like yeah. to hunch like that. So, yeah, I, so I, I wonder don't. if it was, if you had like five foot legs, if, well, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's something dawned on me. It's just just get those extra long leg levelers and fix all your problems. I think a lot of experimentation can be done in uh, in pinball. I just don't know if folding the head down to make a tank is one of them. Poor GTF. And speaking of American pinballs, GTF, I thought it's finally time, Dennis, that I speak more about my personal experiences having owned a GTF LE. I think it's time that we do some people's favorite segment. It's called Things I Like, Things I Don't about GTF. For those who are exclusive members of the Pinball Show. Uh-oh, paywall. All you got to do is go to patreon.com slash the pinball show. There's a lot of you there, so a lot of you will be hearing this. And for those of you who are not, doesn't take too long. Log in, sign up, and consume. And no, it's not just going to be a B-plus, people. A lot of pros, a lot of cons. Oh, my gosh. Can you believe they did this? What were they thinking with this? It's all there. Dennis, can they uh, can they hear this exclusive content as the entry-level member of the pinball show? The $10 a month? Yes. Absolutely. Do you love them a little more if they jump up to the Norden Man or the Screaming Goat Club members? My love can't be bought, so no, <laughs> not really, but... Neither can mine. But I appreciate the support. They look, Stern Pinball, they're they're givers. They wanted the world to have 500 more <laughs> Jurassic Park alleys. Oh Why deprive that uh, from people? Spooky Pinball in the news. Ooh. Nap Arcade, he combined all of this for us because there was, uh, he put everything in one place because there's some interesting information over the last week or so um, about Spooky Pinball from Bug. Uh, the designer over there and the runner of the factory, he, he's he been streaming some new Halloween code. Don's Pinball Podcast had a visit over at Spooky to pick up a Scooby-Doo, interviewed the team as well. So Nap put it all together for us to digest easily. So thank you, Nap. Go listen to all of those things, but details include, do you know that Spooky Pinball is manufacturing about 28 Scooby-Doo pinball machines per week? Really? That's, is that? That's a I, lot. It is. Is that like 27 more than GTF per week? Oh, yeah, probably. Possibly. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I've, been, I've not been hearing much about GTF. Why so haven't they went all in on our GTF thing? We mm. we gave it to them on a platter, a planetary platter. With sonar. With sonar. It's cool. Man. In space. The, they're past anyway. the halfway point on, on Scooby Doo. Well, Spooky usually does a pretty good job of turning games out. I didn't know it was that many, though. Yeah, 28 to a lot. Well, I told you, I told everybody last time, like, these things have been, they've been flying out of the factory lately. And then they're on to the next title production after Scooby-Doo here. They're going to be on to the next one, unless they decide to do a small run of, like, 30 Alice Cooper Nightmare Castles or some more TNAs. Was Alice Cooper not capped? 
I thought it was capped. Unless they just didn't build all of them. That that could be. If they didn't sell. I thought they sold out. I thought they always sell out. That's just uh, what I read on Naps. I don't know. Well, I mean, I I haven't followed it closely enough, so I could very well be wrong. I'm just, I I thought thought every official non-contract spooky game had a a run count. So unless they didn't do all of the Alice Coopers for whatever reason, because people backed out. Maybe spooky pinballs like Stern Pinball, they're givers. They want to come out with a Alice oh, anniversary. They're going to give a new LE version. Well, you know, the original looked pretty good, though. I don't it know did what you really good. Well, I guess you could change something even probably make it look ugly worse. ugliest topper. I mean, Sorry, spooky. I hate that. You hate all their toppers. You're so topper. mean to their toppers. That dumb brain. To- well, man, you never know. I don't know why they would do another small run of TNAs. I didn't even think they had sold out the last second run that some people tried to hype like it was going to be a big deal. Well, they said they're still making TNAs. They're producing a couple a week. They have 11 spots available to sell out. No uh, shock that there. That second 250 unit. They marked it up way too much. I've still thought about buying one. I know you would because you have money, but to me, they marked it up too much. It would look nice next to Dolly. Yeah. How much are they? Like nine grand? I don't remember. Yeah. I just say things. I don't even need evidence anymore. I just say Spooky Pinball currently has three future projects in development. They also have new Halloween code out now and another Scooby-Doo code drop in a few weeks, which they've become really good at these code drops, almost stern-like where people look forward to them. Uh, This new code drop for Scooby-Doo is going to feature the Scooby-Doo character mode. We got Velma Mm. and and all them, but now Scooby-Doo. Other future updates are going to introduce some mystery villains, including what people have been asking for, Ghost Clown and Snow Ghost. Yeah, I've been asking for Ghost Clown since the game came out. Yeah, he's up on the topper, I think. So they're coming, and they they alluded to, you know, spending a lot more time on this on this game because DJ the I think it's DJ the coder. Um, he's dedicated to this game. They have four coders now, so the other coders are working on different games. So technically, they won't have to move off of uh, Scooby Doo code in probably like a year or so. So they're just going to keep on making these things awesome. I told you it was training up last week, Dennis. Yeah, I don't remember anymore. And the next segment, we're going to continue from the last episode. It's showtime. Mm. Maybe it, now, right such now, rumors, such suggestions. Yeah, I know. People in Pittsburgh are like, wait a minute here. Upcoming pinball shows that we're attending. Uh, you plan on going to Chicago, right? <laughs> No, no, I, I can't. Uh, with the job change, I am resetting on my vacation, so I wouldn't have any to oh, do it anyway. You should have negotiated. That I have one. like a day. I, yeah, no, no, thank you. I, I did that the last time to make sure I could go to, go to TPF. Expo. Last time I did a job change because uh, that one I started in March, and I was like, uh, I already have a trip planned and a hotel booked, so can I have these three days? And I sure. So which when, what's the next show you plan on going to? Probably TPF twenty twenty four. You remember the rumored to be canceled TPF. <laughs> it's happening. The hotel sold out. It's happening. I didn't get a hotel room at the main hotel. I never do. It's no big deal. I know you feel like a second class citizen not having the hotel room at the facility, being you know a pinball ambassador and everything. But honestly, j- just kind of like your son now, just learn to walk. <laughs> I'm going to take that peewee bike. Or or get a bike, get a bike, and you can bike the two blocks or one block, depending on which hotel you stay at. R.I.P. Pee Wee Herman. I've been watching a lot of Pee Wee Herman lately. YouTubes. His appearances on Dave Letterman and Conan and his stand-up. Man, he was good. Would you buy a Pee Wee Herman pinball machine? It depends how it plays. I wouldn't buy it on theme, but I don't buy anything on theme. 
I know, it's difficult to understand someone like me, Zach, with strength. Francis, would you would you think, what would be a better theme? The Pee Wee Herman show, uh, like Playhouse? Or what I think would be a better theme for pinball? Big Adventure. Tim Burton's uh, uh, first bi- film. Yeah, film. Big Adventure, Adventure. I think. It's better to have the, the plot structure to rely on for... For modes or whatnot, I think, mm-hmm. than using something like a variety show. I wonder if the listeners, the listeners know about Tim Burton and then Danny Elfman, the, the famous composer, and how Danny Elfman came. Danny Elfman is like a lead singer of some 70s, 80s band or something. Tim Burton liked the, the And he ended up composing. He was part of like a band. And then he asked him to compose the music for Big Adventure, and he did. And then the rest is history. Danny Elfman's been, oh my gosh, so much lore there. Lore, like he, like he founded Guar. <laughs> that would be a bad pinball machine. <laughs> oh, think of the toys. Uh, start think of emailing the toys. in people. Jeez, upcoming pinball shows. The reason I was bringing this up because I don't know if I've discussed this here. Um, we have decided to not do uh, any booths this year for flipping out pinball. Um, really? Yeah. Actually, you've discussed this with me quite a bit, so okay. I'm not truly shocked. <laughs> I but I've, I've been like, to wow, you wow. How are you self surprised? Oh, I guess that's not, I guess you don't really, <laughs> what, a, what a shock. Booths are overrated. Yeah. And everybody thinks you make a ton of money, but you're trying to help the community out, but then they accuse you of just making money and that's they, why you do it. They charge you $200 for a power strip and you're kind of like, why am I here? Now, what I've told people is, you know, um, I'm a giver as well. Truly, and I try to give my part in this industry more so than just selling games. Uh, I think I've proven that. And I do so well with media and stuff, so I don't have to do every little thing. Booths are not they're tough, they're time-consuming, but there's just so much that goes on. I have to be careful. So much that goes on with running a booth at a pinball show that you think is glorious, and it's just not. There's a lot of politics involved. Um, it's just, mm, I don't need it. I don't need that anymore. But the good news is that because I don't need it, I'm going to enjoy it more. I'm going to be going to more shows this year uh, for pinball shows to just to enjoy them as an attendee. Don't you, aren't you supportive of that, Dennis? I don't really care. What? I mean, I'm glad that you'll be happy. Somebody's got to kiss hands and shake babies. Come on. That's what you do at a booth. the other way around. I know, because anytime we've ever, you've had a booth and I've been at a show and we've tried to arrange to do anything. It's like, that's not going to happen. Zach is going to be in the booth all day or he's going to go up to his room and pass out and forget. (laughs) And call me at like 3 a.m. That's right. Drunk off my head. Drunk. A drunk, freaking alcoholic, calling me up. You know why you, though? It's because I want people. <laughs> why don't you guys ever like me? Like I, I get it's three oh eight a.m. Zach. <laughs> I know, but they told me to, that I. Sh- I told them I shouldn't call you, Dennis. But they said that I should, and you should get it's your just, ass down here and hang out. We're at Twin it's Peaks. True. It's so and, true. And I'm just like, I think I just hung up. I don't even think I said anything else. I just hung up. It's so funny because. I end up having way too much fun with uh, other attendees and they're, they're always like fans of the show or something. They'll be like, where the folks do this? And I'll be like, you know what? Where is Dennis? He's if my Dennis best was a friend. shape, he'd be a square. <laughs> I'm going to call him right now. And they're like, do it, man. Call him. I'm going to. 
Oh, dudes, I think I made it bad. I think the show's done. I knew I shouldn't have I done this after decision. I had shots. So, yeah, I'm going to be going to more shows. Um, which ones those will be, I don't I don't know yet. If you're running oh, a show so or more, like to see me at a show, But you me. don't know what more. I know mm-hmm. Chicago. I'll be at Chicago Pinball Expo. Sure, sure. Um, I thought about Pintastic. Yeah, fantastic. Have you ever thought about getting up into the Northeast, like York, mm. Allentown? I, possibly. I really want to go to the Northwest show with my friend uh, Jerry Thompson. I'd Jerry? Like, yeah. Like Doesn't he help go. organize that show? Yeah. Maybe some Houston show. My point is I might uh, I might get out there more. Hmm. Uh, in disc, no, because that's more of a competition-based kind of thing. Um, Sorry, um, Carl. He's never forgiven you for Mystery Castle. That's one real reason. You took a picture of that pinball award on Mystery Castle. Oh. You sealed Indisc's fate for, oh. for Zach's itinerary. Carl should be getting his pinball awards. Yeah, those have finally soon. those have finally been issued. I got oh. I got mine just oh, the other day. It's funny because I get this UPS notice in the email saying that I have to sign for delivery. Oh, okay. Nicole set it up like that. All right. No, no, no. I mean, the email said that, but uh, no, they didn't ring. They just threw it on the porch and walked away. <laughs> if people knew how hard those trophies were to get this year, um, ooh, boy. they are very nice trophies. There was those, a crystal like. shortage or something in 2023. Yes, it's like, did wow. who knew that the crystals for the pinball awards are made from the same thing as the display screens in the F-150? <laughs> Honestly, it's probably true. They were really tough to get this year, so... But they're they're out now. Let's hope they go to the right Stern factory. Uh oh. Oh. Hmm. So yeah, I'm going to be going to more shows. So uh, reach out to my people if you'd like uh, like me to make an appearance there. Maybe Pintas. No, Gabe was a shit to me before. <laughs> Screw mm. you, Gabe. <laughs> okay, no Pintastic then. <laughs> Maybe I will just for fun of it. I don't know. I didn't get a hotel for TPF, but I'll find a way to either stay in the main hotel or I'll stay at the drawer. <laughs> yeah, like, no, no. I'm Zach many. I'm going to be in the main hotel. I normally book one of the neighboring hotels in December. That's my usual strategy. So. Yeah, that's what I figure I'll do. I'm looking forward to Chicago though. Screaming goat club members. I'm looking forward to hanging out with them at these shows. The likes of Bobcat. As long as you don't attack my wife. Thank you, Rodney, for being a uh, supporter of the pinball show. I do think if he sees you at a show, he should have like a stuffed animal bobcat and he should just <laughs> throw it, just chuck it right at Nicole. <laughs> she would have no clue. Well, that he could work thing. with her ahead of time so that like trauma doesn't happen. Man, I'm just saying. I would like, just jump straight to the audience. It would be. Oh, shoot that fucker. <laughs> I would get it. I mean, um, it's yeah. like a skit. It, trust me, it, it works better than I've explained it. It, it, it would work. I, this would be good. I can't wait to hang out and formally, I guess, meet Jablonski. Does he go to pinball shows? I don't, probably not. Do you think it would be appropriate to yell Bumblebee to him? Bumblebee! Yeah, I'm, I don't I'm think sure he'd fine. like that. I. It doesn't really matter. It's okay. If people will walk down hallways that, and I don't know oh, them, and no. they'll yell, "Pinball market trends, dinner." <laughs> Yeah, trust me, it's fine. <laughs> that was the same guy I hung out with the the night. <laughs> uh, probably, yeah. That same night. Hopefully Rob will go to a show. I can hang out with Rob, the Panther. I don't know. I just think he should always introduce himself with that the Black Panther line from Anchorman. <laughs> I just want to... Dude, if he does blue steel, pinball machines would turn off. Like, <laughs> I that, that's the only reason I wouldn't want to hang out with Rob. He's a good looking guy, damn it. Good head of hair, too. Oh, fuck. Colin, maybe we'll hang out with Colin. He just had a kid. 
Maybe he can have him on the baby Bjorn. <laughs> he can have you babysit. It'll be great. That's right. I, I would. I would. I well, you have that. lots of experience given yeah. how many you've had. You know what, Colin? You bring your baby. I'll wear the Bjorn. I'll carry it around. Uh, photo ops. Give me about 10, 15 minutes. I'm good for it. We'll do it. I just have a vision of you, baby in the sling, walking into some pinball manufacturing, (laughs) telling people to meet their quotas. (laughs) Sorry. People won't, people Uh, probably won't appreciate this, but I have to bring it up here. Greg Bone still makes fun of me to this day. We went to, I think it was the Nashville show or the Atlanta show. And it was like maybe second year into doing straight down the middle. And we had uh, an individual come up to us. He was a huge fan, had his whole family, wanted to introduce his whole family to us, uh, which we did the photos and everything. It was, all, it, was, it was a great family. But then, like, I was doing the boogie boogie to the, to the baby. There's a baby that they were holding. And I love kids uh, for the most part. And there was a little baby all slobbered up and everything, goofy. You know how babies are, just goofy looking. And I was doing the, oh, you're so precious, aren't you? Yes, a baby. And uh, the the person handed their baby over to me, and I sat there and talked to the guy for 10 minutes at least. The guy, the baby? Yes, bouncing his baby on my hip as I talked to the guy oh, like it was okay. a normal thing. And Greg was like, dude, like who the f- you fucking just held their baby for 10 minutes? Like, what the hell is going no, on? That, that's no, I've seen that. That happens sometimes. I just, it was natural to me. Sometimes they go viral. Like you've seen clips of like a little, little baby climbed into someone else's uh, arms and got bounced at a, like a toddler really, but at a, like a, at a football game. Oh, and stuff. I was going to say, was that baby's day out with the gorilla? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like that. At first, though, when you were explaining, I thought they handed you the baby, and then you had a 20-minute conversation to the baby. Oh, yeah, that's right. Why are you so precious? Yes, you are with the little hair. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. Can you say bye, bye, bye? Can you say bye, bye, bye? This is why people hate us. Can you say be plush? (laughs) (laughs) Can you say fuck pinside? Yeah. <laughs> no, you'll get a you'll get an anti baby threat on pin side. You I say know. stuff like that. Yeah, be careful. But yeah, so and this baby snotted all over me and everything because Greg is a very germaphobe. So he was like, "I ain't fucking holding anybody's baby." Like I can't believe. Yeah, Greg does seem like that. the sort who has like eighty percent shares of Corel. <laughs> he does. Like he's he like always the, he's like the in his back pocket. So don't be offended if you ever see a Greg bone. He shakes your oh. hand and he reaches to his back pocket for a little squirt. <laughs> Yep. I actually, you I will. typically do bring uh, hand sanitizer. Prior pandemic, uh, yeah, on those sort of things, be like, yeah, no, I'm going to carry hand sanitizer too. I welcome it. Big hugs, warm, long hugs, awkward. I don't. You care. and Bruce Nightingale, you're you're like hugger types. Yeah, you get a little snot on me. I don't care. It's just a kid. I mean, if you're a grown man, you're getting snot on me. We got problems. But oh man, Colin, bring your baby, your little wizard baby. <laughs> Go check out the kineticist. <laughs> he should. He should dress and put the little, like the little Mario wizard, the, the blue uh, hat. <laughs> put the little blue hat on the baby. The little blue hat. Yes. Oh man. Uh, yeah. The kin- go check out the kineticist as well. That you got to keep your eye on that website. Keep your eye on it. I think it's taken off. Frankie. What if Frank actually brought a fucking falcon to the show? If he, if he actually became, <laughs> he's just like, you know what? I've embraced this and he became, what is it? A falconer? Yes. He's taken up falcon hunting. What if he just had the shades that covered his eyes <laughs> for himself? <laughs> of a blinder. Or he could just have the glove. The glove for some of the talons. He just walks around, play, but play pinball with the glove on. Oh my God. Frank, I hope you get 
tattoos of talon claw marks in your arm. Um. <laughs> the Falcon couldn't come today. Sorry, Phyllis. Uh, David, I don't know. I don't know what to say besides thank you. I'll pro- hopefully see you at a show, um, and I'll shake your hand. I'm still trying to upgrade him to red trimmer. No, God. You keep resisting me. God. What's Dave have coming? I think Dave's got a Vitamelli coming. <sighs> Doppelganger, baby. Joe Fox, damn it. I know I'll see him at a show. I don't think he's going to Chicago show, though. <laughs> Shit. I wonder if Joe's going to Pentastic. Joe, you going to Pentastic? He might. I don't know what he should do. He, I have two thoughts. One is uh, get like a hand puppet that's a fox and just talk okay. as it the entire time. The other oh, thing he would, would hate that. Oof. Yeah, I know. So the other thing would be just get uh, just get the shirt that just says "Show me the car fox" okay. from the old commercials from the Carfax. Yep, commercials I know. Where they no, fox. no need yep. for explanation. <laughs> uh, well, not all the listeners because some of them are like people don't understand. Like like Joel Joel Ingeberth who yeah. you know streams for you over on Flipping Out Pinball. Oh, thank you uh, for YouTube. Yes. He's like, he's always talking about his friends and family. And one time I said, I said MCI and he didn't know, he didn't know. I don't think he knew. At least he didn't seem to know what I meant. Time, I didn't know what that meant either. Okay. Well, yeah, there used to be MCI had a friends and family plan. So when people say friends and family, sometimes I'll just refer to it as being as an MCI. Mm, I see. Yeah. Back when that uh, telecom existed. Car Fox. Show me the car Fox. Charlie Bell's going to show me his bells. <laughs> Ahead, now Charlie. he could just wear like a little elf hat with a bell on the that would be tippy uh, tip top. I would like that. You just take his little but beer tap and go. I would. I would get yeah. Get rid of the cheap bell that it comes with and glue on. Can you get him one of the just one of the venom bells, just the bell part, not the tower. Just oh, the, the little bell. bells. Yeah, maybe yeah. we can do that. And he could glue it on the. Maybe make him the hat. He'd be like a little. I don't kitty want him to go to a lot. Of, I don't want the, him to go to a lot of effort. Put the jingly bells on the on his neck. What do you think about that? And uh, shout out to all the Discordians out there. Those who hang out on our Discord, uh, what have they been chatting about? Pricing, probably. Yeah, this morning, I think it was Down South Pinball, talking about some uh, some pricing and what we felt about more realistic pricing lately, the bubble and, and such. So we'll talk about that in market trends. And then poor Andrew still waiting for a CPU board that hadn't shipped from Stern. Sorry about that, buddy. Even Wally discussing what we think about the future of pinball technology as a topic. The last big thing kind of being LCD screen integration, what the next move forward is. Ooh, you know what? That is a good topic. I'll see if Wally wants to choose that as his topic pick for being a Nordman Club member. But until then, thank you again to all of our supporters, not only the Screaming Goat Club members, but the Nordman members, and especially the official Pinball Show Club members. Again, access to Discord as well as exclusive content by signing up today to patreon.com slash the pinball show. It's a great way to support us and to also a great way to receive additional goodies here from Dennis and I. Tell me about these goodies. Including paywall polos, coming onto the show, getting your own nickname. There's all kinds of good stuff, decals. So join today and Dennis won't show you any increased affection, but boy, I will. Watch your tushies at a show. I'll hold your baby, unless it's a real fat baby. I love the fat babies. Do you like a skinny baby or a fat baby, Dennis? I I don't uh, body shame babies. Really? No. I think that's the only appropriate age in which you can't, because they can't really control it. It's their parents' fault if they're real chubby, right? <laughs> Even too much. But there's nothing better than a fat baby. Like I'm, I, you know what? I want my baby to have high cholesterol. I love fat babies. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I want my baby to swim in gravy, like a big old fat gravy baby. 
God, I ate Mexican food last night. I had a big old gravy baby. Oof. All right, let's jump into everyone's favorite segment in all of pinball podcasting. The, the one, end. <laughs> the ones that don't make you roll your eyes and go to This Week in Pinball and give us a two-star review, you dick. I think we got a three. Oh, was it a three? Yeah, I think they took two stars off for the intros being too long and me oh. talking too much about work and us telling to, I don't remember. They complain about the bad voices. I like that someone we, else might've been the bad voice. I like the curator over there. Willow editing. I think that he didn't like us. So every time we do like a two or three star, you make sure to forward it to a story email. Like I think it's automated. Yeah, sure. I'm sure it I is. I think that's automated. automated. Yeah, sure. Quote unquote used. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but my, my favorite thing about that though, is the, you get the automated email and it says that the, 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 the review would be subject to review. <laughs> Uh, in case it's like mean right. and they're always posted they're always- so i don't know i don't know if it, i don't know what the screening process really is yeah. but i mean it wasn't like they were full of profanity or anything so we just you know what we got that a lot might of, just be what that meant we got a lot of love in this industry and who i mean look when you're giving seven thousand listens a week dennis come on i kind of forgotten uh kind of uh <laughs> that that was still a place for reviews so i did too but we'll I take think we even have a link to it in our our this shows you how often we review our our links at the end of the episode in the description because i think it's in there but i i was like oh yeah because i don't think we had gotten one for like two a year two years or yeah. something but we'll take the feedback whether it's good whether it's bad at the end of the day numbers don't lie yeah numbers are pretty good <laughs> So if our numbers are trending up, Zach, how is the market doing? Thank you for that segue, Dennis. I don't know, you hear the drum roll. Let's jump right into it with the pinball show's finest couple of minutes, besides that fat gravy baby talk. It's pinball market trends. Cue the crow. The pop can't take Trending up this week, Dennis. Oh, but it's the pinball market Question mark, exclamation, Question baby. Question mark, exclamation. Oh, my. Yes. Two boy, weeks ago, it was trending down. It has really bothered you boy, that oh boy, people have talked about the market being soft. Like I like was saying worried, it was soft. Like, well, I don't know. Because you even have ads on Flipping Out talking about our, our posts on your social media talking about, I thought the market was supposed to be soft. Like, like, what the but hell? Why even, why even talk about it? Well, because I'm a giver. And I like to show people <laughs> when they're wrong. <laughs> well, I was, look, I was right last week, but that's how fast this living, breathing, fat gravy baby can. can I'm not uh, sure it's a, and I've, so I know I've told you this before. I don't think it's really a trend if we're going like one week and then another week. Have you ever every oiled a weeks? baby up and tried to hold it? It's slippery. That's a slippery old baby. <laughs> I know. But now I do wonder if, if Greg dips babies in Perel before he holds them. <laughs> It's a baby! Oh man, I think it's just because my son's left, and now I'm like cold. You still have, you still fixed, have one other son. I want to have another baby. Yeah, but you he's not a, a baby anymore. I want the he's baby. He's like two. Mm-mm, he's like baby. two or three, isn't he? <laughs> How old is he? He's seven. Seven. That's like we rounded down. Shit, That's is he barely seven. A... I don't even know how old that kid is. Fletch oh, is six. He's first grade. He's seven. Six or seven. I've got too many kids. But I want the baby. <laughs> Give so, me your baby. That's right. Let me make you a deal, all right? You get the motor, you keep your money, and I'll get your baby. <laughs> the other baby. Yeah. All right, sorry. Uh, oh my god. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. When are they gonna vault Austin Powers? I'm ready for that. 
I've never played it. Never seen it to play. I've, ever. I don't remember it. I've played it once and it was boring, but I still want it. <laughs> I still want it. The, uh, I, look, all right, how am I going to say here live? The, the pinball market is up quantifiably. It is. The bubble is intact, my friend. Oh, the environmental atmospheric pressure within that bubble has sustained itself. This bubble is not about to collapse. It's nice and firm. Have you felt my bubble? It's a firm bubble. It might've got soft. It was hot a couple weeks ago. But as the cold front is now coming in, stabilizing the pressure uh, uh, along the Eastern hemisphere and the, the, the Western coast, we've, we've stabilized this bubble. And say, what, how do you explain sell the sales of JP 30th then? If it's just this soft muddle that's of a just bubble? A, that's, just a one, that's just a one game thing. That's different. No. It's just one game. That's, a, that's 500 units. Gone. Of a game that's already been released, I might add. We're still getting sales for Iron Maidens and, and mostly stern stuff. But hell, I've sold Godfather. You know what? Like I said last time, uh, selling James Bond 60ths, selling Toy Stories. Well, well, JJP stuff doesn't count, though. Well, <laughs> make me an offer <laughs> that apparently even JJP can't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> but it uh, it has highlight. These last two weeks have been some of our best sales days of the entire year. Fact. Wow. Here's my theory. Would you like my theory? Sure. You're getting it anyway. I have to sit through this yeah. stupid freaking segment the every baby. other week. All right. <laughs> Yes, with the baby. All right. Here's my theory. It's the Dominic effect. That's basically what it is. All these other parents have had kids go off to college. Bedrooms have been turned into game rooms. Boom. And they're filling them. And they've started schools. Kids are, you know, gone a lot more. Maybe a little bit more time. They got more time. No more vacations are planned. So the piggy banks have been filling up to buy games. They got the... Possibly some extra space for those with the college bound. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't remember how long it was before my dad turned my old bedroom into his electrical engineering workshop, but that's <laughs> all. I don't think there's no, there's not even a bed in there anymore. It's just, it's like wall to wall circuit boards. So. They're trying to get rid of my office downstairs here. Mm. They're trying to make that in Dominic's room because my oldest daughter wants his room. Because so, he has the biggest room. Yeah, they're they're gonna ship me out into the the garage. There's no internet out there. Well, there's about to be. We got a guy coming. Okay. Oh, God. So training up his babies, as well as Jurassic Park 30th anniversary numbers don't lie, and the thing sold, and you get more than they sell. And every time I check my email, somebody bought one off the website. They they're just people want them, and they know they're gonna be gone. So they're like, why not want? The, why not get the sexiest for? And look. For all of you out there, I'm giving Jason from Pinball Party a shout out, as well as a lot of other people on our Discord. They were like, you know what? I prefer the art on the regular LE and the, the forest green. What a look. Oh, bullshit. Come on. Get Objectively, Dennis, right? The, the JP 30th anniversary is so much better looking than the regular LE. Yeah, There's, well, I mean, no I think argument. so, but, but, but art is subjective. Oh, pfft. Art oh, is subjective. The- yeah, well, also training up this week is the darling of Stern Pinball right now. The the Dusp. Darling of Stern. To, maybe we go darling of Pinball Dop. The Dop. The darling of Stern Pinball right now. There's always a darling title. Is it Ray? No, right now. <laughs> not Ray Day, Ray Tanzer for the move. Ray, it could have been Ray, but no, it's not Ray. Sorry, sit down, Ray. It's never Ray. Why are you so... It's Deadpool. 
It's Deadpool. You know, Deadpool is really the only title that that you can't get right now, and that uh, that is actually not only holding its value, but it's worth more on the secondary market than it is MSRP new. Godzilla is no longer there. Um, Foo Fighters is no longer there. All the secondary market used games, if you will, are kind of where they need to be pre-pandemic. Where they're down a couple hundred dollars from from brand new, except for Deadpool. Even Elvira, believe it or not, right now you can get a new Elvira for MSRP. Deadpool is the darling of Stern Pinball. Maybe that's why they moved it up possible. on the production. Very possible. Now, who's going to knock off Deadpool? Will it be a shark? Will it be a mutated uh, little girl who has blood coming out of her nose when she moves shit with her mind? A future backing? No. Probably oh, not. yeah, because Jeremy confirmed that there was no Back to the Future in the works. He broke my heart with that one. Might it be a sloth? Oh, they're not doing Goonies. I hope. I don't know. But the Darling Stern Pinball right now is Deadpool. Turning down this week, <laughs> I'm sorry, owners of the original Ellie of Jurassic Park, but overnight, you lost about four grand. <laughs> yep. Oh, yep, and you, you mentioned earlier about, like, what's the downside? It's like, well, that's a matter of perspective for what you might have already owned. Yeah, but. that certainly is, because uh, everybody's like, well, I don't think it's going to be dropping that much, if at all. Maybe it goes, no, 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 no. As soon as they announced that, that poor Green Goblin <laughs> lost four grand. It was going for seventeen, eighteen thousand $18,000 in secondary market. Mm-hmm. Maybe because of the softening that was uh, so two weeks ago. Maybe it's like sixteen, but damn, if that thing isn't down to at least twelve thousand dollars now. In fact, Overnight. I'm going to take it a step. I'm going to take it a step further, Zach, oh, no. and say trending down. Oh. Anyone who has an LE of any game still in production, because they're all in question oh, at this point. No. <laughs> no. And I'm telling you, 2024, 70th anniversary of Godzilla. Why do you have to put that out there? Ah. People weren't even that hot with the silver anyway. Imagine 2,000 LEs out there. But if there was a title for it, would it not be? They sold so many. Exactly. But they've sold so many Jurassics too. We've, but look, we've been saying this, Dennis. We said this when the 40th anniversary, or 60, or what was it? 40th anniversary of Elvira came out. We sat here and told people, look for Stern to continue doing this kind of stuff possibly every year. But that, I think, being not a cornerstone, maybe people weren't, weren't taking it as seriously as they're taking it now. Mm, I could see that argument. Okay. No, my logic is undeniable. Well, look, people, it's going to happen because great games need to be made. It's just the way it is. Also training down this week. But I'm sorry to the Jurassic Park people. I really am. That does suck. That does suck. But hey. On the bright side, you can keep telling yourself that you like it just as much as that 30th anniversary. <laughs> also trending down this week is, I gotta say it, it's these bootleg-ass pinball banners that I keep seeing popping oh, up on no Facebook. No one cares. I, I can't do. even believe you made banners news. Those are just promo things. People don't really fill their houses with those, do they? Oh my gosh, they pay money for them. Uh, the, well, I mean, I could see like paying assets, a little bit of money. Art, I, I'm so just stolen. sick of seeing it. Thieves, they stole it from us. Is right there. Swift it. And here's what Swift I like. Here, here, and here's what I hate more than anything. I hate this more than skinny babies. Is I don't hate skinny babies. They're fine too. It's, it's just they're kind of bony and I don't know. They don't sit in the hip as nice. But the, I don't like that these jackholes 
not only are uh, selling this bullshit that they stole from people, but then they try to posture and say that they've had an artist contracted out to do it and that they're not selling it either. It's all bullshit. Like, I like when thieves are at least honest thieves, right? If you're going to steal something from me, at least have the balls to say what you're doing. Don't, don't try lying to me about it too. Oh, no, I'm not talking about that distributor that was stealing all my ads and trying to gaslight me. No, no, they're doing a <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> the irony, my really? friends. I wow, that's swear. awesome. Are you, are you going to attend? I want to sit front in the row. front row. <laughs> Ask lots of questions. So yeah, the, the, yeah, these pinball banners, like I have people messaging me. Oh, CGC really making a pulp fig? No, it's stolen. They're just printing it. And that's fine. You know what? If you want to print stuff on your own, like like using Harry Potter to do your own homebrew machine, that's fine. Who cares? Nobody cares. That's fine if it's your own. But if you're then trying to sell it and you're trying to make money off of somebody else's hard work, that's the kind of stuff that's, that's got my cackles up lately. Like, fuck off, people. Stop trying to make money because of other people's work. Do your That's own like the work. whole mod industry, though. Not really. No, no, I don't think so. I do. But it depends on the mod, I suppose. Well, because a, a mod has no market if it's not exploiting the fact that someone else made the game. No, but that's more of an accessory. They're not. Sure. I'm not. I'm not saying that. It's, I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying it's wrong. But I'm just saying that sounds like what you're saying. No, I think it's apples and oranges because they're actually designing. They're actually designing the the product or the mod. They're not taking it from Stern. And selling it as their own. You see what I mean? Uh, for yeah, example. I, no, I, I think I get the nuance that you're going with. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. And if you're one of these people that have one of these busted ass bootleg pinball banners or anything like that. Bootleg banners. That's good. That's bootleg a banners. Day. I like that. If I co- I'm going to call you out if I come over to your game room. I'm going to make fun of you. Like, dude, really? That's very judgy of me. Yeah, pretty that, much. J- judging thieves. Ooh. Fuck them. Well, what if the per see the buyer? How are they supposed to know? You're putting a lot of responsibility on the on the consumer rather than the person who's actually making the illicit product. Okay. Like, do you yell at everyone who buys counterfeits? Like, oh, you're supposed to know better. You're supposed to be an expert. Okay. Why are you so judgmental of the of the innocent consumer? Uh, okay. If I have evidence <laughs> that they did know and still choose, <laughs> yes, yes. If you have all that? the evidence that they were complicit, yes, yes, absolutely. Then there you go. Yeah, dick. Don't be a bootleg banner dick. And as always, I'm just here to report the facts and to hold your baby, because numbers don't lie. Only those bootleg banner thieves, sons of bitches. They're the liars. They're the thieves. They're the stealers of ads. <laughs> This is Pinball Market Trends. We need a baby call out. No, we do not. No, we do not. No. Like the- that'll freak people out, don't That's like, uh, just like, uh, never put in, like, police sirens and stuff either. Because people, when they listen to their car, they think they're getting pulled over and it scares they them do. and they yeah. might wreck. Yeah, don't do that stuff. Where can people catch you, Dennis? If they want to reach out to me, they can email collectedgamerspodcast at gmail.com. Oh, very nice. Episode 200, congrats again, man. Do you think you'll make it 300 with EGP? Oh, gosh, that would be years. I don't see why not. Well, I I dare not speculate. It's so so far out. Hey, listener, wait for this. It's like three and a half years per hundred. 200 episodes of the Pinball Show? No, I mean, I was going to say no, (laughs) but with the the power and love of Patreon, you know what, maybe. Oh, (laughs) that's right. It warms your giving heart.
It kind of like, you know what? Uh, I really wasn't feeling it this morning. And then I thought, you know what? People are paying me to feel it. That's so we're right. going to do it. We got to bring in the gold, baby. They'll laugh too. They'll cry. <sighs> they might cry. That's They'll true. Speculate. You can catch us at the pinball show at gmail.com. If you want to email us, send us those baby pictures. No, don't do that. That'd be weird. I don't want to see you as a baby. We did that once as TPN. Remember we, we showed like fun. pictures as kids and babies of the TPN streamers and podcasters. Yeah, but just like everything that is TPN, it sounds like fun until you then have to coordinate yeah, it all you find and it's actually, organize yeah, it. And it's work. It turns into work real nightmare. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least I'm making millions of dollars off of TPN. So there's that. Mm. The pinball show has a Facebook, a TikTok, a Discord, if you remember. Sign up at patreon.com slash pinball show. I've said it three times now, people. That's the whole marketing thing. I say it three times, you're supposed to do it. Isn't that what it's supposed to be? <laughs> I thought it was seven times for something to stick. Really? Yeah, who knows, though? I'm not Maybe. a marketing person. What was it, though? Patreon.com slash pinball show? Okay. Yeah. SDTM, come follow, like, subscribe. Oh, we're getting ready to take on another big old project. Can't wait. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you're doing this. I love it. It's such a love-hate relationship I have with some work in pinball. I love it. It's just, yeah, it it tears up my whole life for months. Sponsor the show is Flippin' Out Pinball. When I buy my pinball shit, I buy from Flippin' Out. From toppers or materials, I've got it figured out. Flippin' Out, figured out. When I think of pinball, I think Flippin' Out. Flippin' Out, figured out. When I buy, 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 I buy from Flippin' Out. Right now, the product showcase is the Alien LV. <laughs> pinball Brothers. Do you know we're a direct, independent dealer for Pinball Brothers now? I do. Oh, I do know that. Brothers. That was quite the Pokemon card to add to your collection. I love it. <sighs> and uh, when it comes to this Alien LV, not only do we have them in stock, but I, you know, not every dealer with the Alien LV is also has in their vault stored, maybe for a lucky Alien LV buyer, uh, the, remember the, the apron, the apron mod that's freaking the acid pouring through and the beacon mod, <gasps> you don't need the beacons for the LV, but the apron, if you want to upgrade that apron, I don't know, buy your game and accessory from me, Jurassic Park 30th. We have one left in stock and don't everybody out there, oh, you, you always bullshit and just say, has a motherfucker. I, I got one left. I'm not lying about it. I've got one left. I've thought about keeping it, but I've got one guy that hasn't paid yet and i'm like you know what if he bails and maybe i keep that one uh, so one left and unless he don't pay then i get two left i also have pro and premium jurassic parks flipping out pinball avengers toppers still got a couple of those left avengers le pre-owned for sale whirlwind fully restored pre-owned for sale still have one cactus canyon se plus i am getting more of those but right now i just have one in stock still have a spot available for fathom revisited mermaid edition truly i have one spot left hot wheels classic we got a couple of those queen LV Rhapsody Edition. Got them in stock. James Bond Pro and Premium, as well as the 60th anniversary. Truly one new one left and one pre-owned one. Foo Fighters Pro and Premium, ready to go. Avengers Pro and Premium, ready to go. Iron Maiden Pro and Premium. Jurassic Park Pro and Premium. Turtles Premium. Godfather Ellie. I do have one CE. Did you see that pretty graphic that I made of this Godfather CE? Mm. I probably did, but I don't, you know, it all kind of blends together. So good. Jurassic Park Home Edition and Star Wars Home Edition. Remember last call? They're not making those anymore. I do have some left. Go visit the vault. Toy Stories, Ultramans, Halloweens, Mando, Premium, Star Wars Pros, Toy Story C's that came in on trade. Banners. Don't buy bootleg banners. Buy legitimate banners from Flipping Out Pinball.
Shaker Motors. Flipping out with friends, Joel Engelberth. What's his ass doing this Wednesday? He streamed TNA last week. This week, I don't know if he's doing Spidey because that's sold. I don't think I'll have a Venom Pro yet. He'll probably do a talk stream. Thanks for doing his talk stream two weeks ago. That was a good one. You guys had to play the little game. Mm. What did TPN last week? Oh, we had big news. The Pinball Party Podcast is telling everyone they don't have to go home, but they can't stay here. They are officially leaving the Pinball Network. All right, no marriage counseling, no trial separation. I'm going to get fucking divorced, okay? Yep. The fuck, Dennis? <laughs> I go back out. Yeah, that show was on its own originally. Going back once uh, direct control over the RSS and being able to upload and do whatever they want to do, which is fine. You know what? The little eaglet turned into an eagle and he's ready to soar. (laughs) Yep. So uh, pay attention to that, though, because RSS uh, for that show will end up changing once that's all established and ready to go. I think he's turning out one more episode on the network and then it should be totally severed at that point. Uh, so we did have that this last week was that episode. We also did see the, you know, the, there was the triple Jane episode with, um, too much stacking. That's oh yeah. That's called. right. Yeah. yeah. We had that come out after our, our last TPS episode. And there was episode 11 of pinball innovators and makers podcast, which had on uh, Tanner patched. Oh, that's right. A collection of details was the title of that one. And I believe if we're lucky, we either yesterday seen a final round episode 72 titled big or we'll see it in the next couple days here and celebrate chronicles soon Ooh, folks always remember december's coming up there's that hole in that schedule at stern don't don't ask what reddit guy has to say about don't don't even think about that especially if you think that stern is deliberately leaking everything early in order to get market feedback exploit that Use your influence, contact your stern folks, everyone you know, and push for it to be the vault of Austin Powers that we all deserve. Carnies. What? Circus folk. Nomads, you know. Smell like cabbage. Small hands. Keep the vault. That's not the baby. After all, stern does love gold. <laughs> oh, there, there's the layup. And always practice safe pinball. And best of luck to Jason from Pinball Party Podcast. We had a lot of fun while you were here, but like the baby, you're, you're jumping. Don't drop the baby out of a tree. See, I don't know how to say goodbyes. I just, I don't. Now I'm thinking about a prime baby, as long as it's a fat baby. We're Maybe good. just quote Emperor Palpatine. It's treason then. Hold up. I'm going to have to pause. I got a text from my daughter. Will you check and see if the oven is off? I hope this isn't like a bad <laughs> Okay, let me joke. grab another drink while you do that. I'll pee too while I'm doing Yeah, okay. I'll be back in a couple minutes. Okay. Was it on? Actually, it was off. It was off, indeed. So some waste, old cinnamon rolls up there, too. Wasted your time. <laughs> didn't tell me about cinnamon rolls. All right, I'll cut all that out. Uh, no. I just thought it was Let hilarious. it live. Let it breathe. Like a decanted bottle of stuff you decant. <laughs>